At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number two of uh, VEASAN Live Bet Sunday coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Jared Smith hanging out here on a Sunday still to come this hour in 30 minutes. Hall of Fame odds maker Jimmy Vaccaro will join us to talk about what people are betting on post-Super Bowl. Where's all the money flowing in on? Is it NBA All-Star Weekend? We'll discuss the NBA All-Star Weekend later. In the show. I am very excited as well. Team Giannis, Team yeah. LeBron. Do you think When's either the draft? guy plays? When's oh, the draft? So the draft is 30 minutes prior to tip-off. So we got a while. That's the hard part about betting. Yes. We don't even know. We don't know who's on which team. team yet. But I think it actually has an interesting angle with the MVP, okay. though. And we'll discuss that coming up later on in the show. We'll also get to the XFL. I know I've been teasing it. I promise we will get to it. But the Genesis invite right now has been the most interesting thing in the world of sports. And we just saw one Tiger Woods finish up his final round. He shot a two over t- uh, today, one under for the tournament there. Tiger shooting a 73. And we were talking a little bit about it during the break. The fact that he is out there yeah. after missing so much time shoots under par for the tournament he's the greatest for the re- for a reason totally you know? agree <laughs> and you get to this point in his career am i crazy to think to think his next win will be his last win like if we get one like you Probably. know so the nostalgia and again my age group i'm 36 i grew up watching him i grew up playing golf since i was 10 years old I was, that was 1996 when i started playing golf his first major year so there's this whole generation in their you know 20s and 30s and 40s that grew up with him Mm -hmm. so that's why you just see the nostalgia uh, you know decreases odds significantly a lot not really a smart bet if i'm being perfectly frank but i understand that there is a lot of 
you know, goodwill that just goes towards him every time we watch mm-hmm. him golf because you, everyone that's kind of in that age group that I just mentioned, you, you, you couldn't look to the left or right without him winning a tournament when we were growing yeah. up. So it's Tiger it, it, versus it, the field was the conversation. That, that was literally the entire bet every week. And uh, we uh, uh, <laughs> we talked yesterday with, uh, you know, some of the odds makers talking about, you know, it was even money, two, two to one, you know, three <laughs> to one crazy. to win a golf tournament. Back. So the, the, the entire landscape of golf has changed, and, and the one constant over the years has been Tiger. So it is it is very nostalgic to watch him play and compete. We were talking about before the Sunday red. Yep. I should have wore red today. I know. I, right? I really missed an opportunity there, but it, it is really fun to see. Yeah. No, we say that Tiger Woods, he doesn't move the needle in golf. He is the needle. He is. He is the needle. Love that. Like, like he's like, he is the sport, and like yeah. very rarely do you ever see one player kind of transcend the sport and be kind of above the sport in a way. And I'm not saying in a negative way, in a positive way. Yeah. Like he he makes golf what it is today. That's why the purse is as big as it is these days because of what Tiger did driving interest toward the sport there. And uh, right now the interest in terms of who's going to win this tournament is between two guys, maybe even three guys at the Genesis Invite. John Rahm and Max Homa, co-leaders now at the Genesis Invite, both at 16 under. Rahm has had a couple of shaky holes here. Homa just birdied uh, on number 10. So now we got a really interesting back nine as right now I'm seeing the the odds are off the board. Yeah. Actually, just got populated right back uh, back up there as we we're talking about it. Maybe they were listening to me. Uh, but Rom is now even money. The first time we've seen him at even money and a plus sign ahead of his odds here today. Homa plus one forty. Can't lay seven to one. Would you he would you still dabble on home approach shot here um, as we get up to 11? He was in the woods, almost hit some dude in American flag shirt uh, <laughs> in the gallery off of the, off of the tee there. At it's 11. not what you want. No. And then Zalatoris also is waving the right arm. Um, off. Oh, he had just hit a tree and that ball went straight down. So trouble for uh, some of the contenders here as we make the turn on the back nine. And I'll be honest. Yeah. Plus 140 for Homa. Um, now down to plus 130 as we speak, as Max just hits one. Looks pretty solid in the fairway there, right up the center. Um, and it's going to pop onto the green yeah. and go off the green to the back. Yeah. Still I mean, in I mean, decent shape. Yeah, though. he's in decent shape there. Still in decent shape there. Get up and down for par. And, and clearly, John, listen, the, he's a streaky golfer. And he gets in his head a lot. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it during the break. He's calmed down a little bit since that U.S. Open win. Yeah. And I think – you know, with age comes wisdom, with comes maturity. And but also he had a child as well. He became that, a father. That'll mature you really quick, right? <laughs> yeah. um, anytime you're in more immature than the child that you just brought into the world on the golf course, I think that's when it's time to make a change. <laughs> but uh, home and out, plus 120. So, again, we're seeing those odds continue uh-huh. to deflate as we get closer and closer to 18 here. And I- I'll be honest, I think this is going to be a really exciting finish between these two guys. Do you think that after this hole we'll see Homa as the favorite? Probably. I mean, if, 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 if Max takes the lead, yes. But yeah. even if he doesn't, I think there's a case to be made that you can't have John in front of, of, of Max right now yeah. based on how they're playing and the momentum. But, again, a lot of these live odds are based off of algorithms and derivatives. It's, mm. it's just, you know, Rom's ranking, Homa's ranking, their score is even. They just spit out, you know, a number yep. based off of what the computer tells Calculation. them. Not a lot of context given. with, And, and I'll be honest, that's where the advantages are with live betting. Because context in live betting is something you can do with your eyes and your brain. The computers that just have to continuously split it, spit out these numbers every yeah. second, 
can't always compute that. So I, I think that's where you might find a little bit of value on Homa here down the stretch. And the computers are spitting out numbers across the board in every sport. Exactly. So it's like they, they, they don't have the no luxury. No rest for of, the weary. No, no rest for the weary yeah. whatsoever. They don't have the luxury of us to just kind of hone in on like one thing yeah. or two things at a time. It's They're spitting out live stuff for, you know, college hoops, NBA, you know, XFL, all sorts of stuff that's going on right now. Speaking of which, the XFL. There it is. Uh, there There's the transition. The transition. <laughs> it was a transition. The transition. It wasn't as clean pro, as I hoped. It wasn't as clean as I hoped because we had to use the speaking <laughs> of which there. But you're picking up what I'm putting down here. And uh, right now in the XFL kicked off yesterday, we have a game going on between the St. Louis Battlehawks and the San Antonio Brahmas. How awesome is that name? The Brahmas. I to, can't wait to get to, to the know Brahma these Bowl. teams a little better, to be honest with you. The yeah. Brahma Bowl. <laughs> He's the owner of the league. That's true. <laughs> shout, he is. shout out to um, but when you enter into a new sport here, and this is the 3.0 version yeah. of the XFL, week one, the odds makers, the betters, we're all trying to figure out what this is going to be. I mean, we, yesterday we saw both games go over. One of them went well over the total of 34. Now it's a little bit higher. 37 and a half is our total in this game, at least at the close. And it, funny enough, it's now trending under yeah. uh, based on the based on the live numbers here. But how do you go about kind of looking at something where we don't have a ton of historical data to kind of go off of. It's really hard, guys. I, I think unless you are willing to invest time into really putting your foot down and getting in, in the weeds with these numbers and with mm. these rosters, really, it's really the rosters because I think the numbers, no one has numbers right now, and I think the sports books are guessing. Yeah. How could you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and And I think the vibe of the league is important, too, Remember a few years ago with the Alliance, the numbers opened a lot higher and everything was just going under, like stone cold unders for the first few games. And then you saw the adjustment. There will be an adjustment period where I think right now, maybe the sports books shaded on the sides of lower totals mm -hmm. and we're seeing under or we're seeing overs early on. But the one thing I will say, I think the rules changes are intriguing to watch. Not only the two point conversion rule. With data, we will know which is the best way to go. You have the one point from, I think, the two. You have the two point from the five. And then the three point from the ten. I'm curious which will be the predominant way that the coaches decide to attack that. And then the kickoff rule is fantastic. Yeah. I would love to see the NFL adopt this rule. Basically what it is is you have a 10-yard buffer between the kickoff team and the kick return team. They're basically lined up at, I think, the 20-yard line, maybe mm -hmm. the 25. And then the kicker's back where he is normally, and the kick returner is back on the goal line. And you basically have to wait until the kick returner catches the ball, and then you just have both lines kind of barrel into each other. But what it allows you to do, you can kind of treat it as like an extended offensive line. So yep. you can run counters and, you know, you can kind of block in interesting schemes. When you have those two units coming from 50, 60 yards away like they normally do on the regular returns, and you have, like, different layers of the kickoff return team, mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to kind of get everyone in the right place. So I think we're going to see some really exciting kickoffs, which obviously leads to better field position and more overs as well. Yeah, it's more points. And, yeah. and the kickoff is one of the more exciting plays. Now, in the NFL, it's really dangerous because, like you said, yeah. you have those guys kind of crashing into each other at full speed. But I think what the XFL is doing, kind of tweaking those rules. I love it. Gives us I'd love to see the NFL adopt it. I don't know yeah. if they will, but I think it's something that should be on the table. Definitely. Use this as a chance to kind of kick around with the rules. Maybe the competition committee yeah. will take notice. Now, how do you work that out with an onside kick? Or or do they go to the, like, the fourth and I something or whatever for don't the they, Yeah, I was going to say, don't they do, like, a two-point conversion type play? Yeah. I think I, I don't, I actually don't know. 
that would be an interesting one that maybe Brian can, can give us a little context on. So, yeah, so when they want to do an onside kick, they can they have the option to do a fourth and 15. They have to convert oh, a fourth, fourth and 15, 15. There you to go. get the ball back. I um, like which that, I, though. Yeah. I really like which that. I think because what is fourth yeah. and 15, mm-hmm. odds are not great. No. But on an onside kick, Odds are not great. The odds are like damn near zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes yeah. it feels like. Yeah, I, and the, the Vegas uh, Vegas Vipers had to do it uh, yesterday. So they didn't convert their two-point conversion. Uh, so they had to do a fourth and 15. And it basically came within a completion of converting it. So the guy had it. It got knocked out. Totally fine. I think that's actually a pretty fair way to actually I agree. do yeah. an onside kick. Fourth and 15s are super tough. I would yeah. rather see that in the NFL than totally anything. Totally like, because the onside kick, yes, you've seen some of them. Very but, anti-climactic. But ever since, ever since they changed the rules to where, yeah. like, you have to wait for the ball to be kicked, the, the kick team can't move, it's so hard I'm to not recover them. That, yeah, it's, it's so hard to recover them. And let's so. be honest. When the game's on the line, every time there's an onside kick, the game's on the line. Yep. Don't you want your best player, the quarterback, on the field? Yeah. Makes sense to me. It's like, how cool would it be – Kansas City down by 10. Mahomes, they score a touchdown to go yeah. down by three. And now they're going yeah. for the onset. Mahomes, fourth yeah. and 15. Let's go. Way like, better than Harrison <laughs> Butker trying to do some funky yeah, spin on some. It's so much better. <laughs> Hopefully the NFL adopts that. Totally I, mean, agree. I, I don't know if they would or not. Maybe the kickers would protest. Who knows? But, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, it's like, a, uh, but, but it's like, I think that would be a lot more fun from a viewing standpoint. Idiot kickers, right? Yeah. 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 Peyton yeah. Manning yeah. once said, the idiot kickers run around getting liquored up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. I though. agree. And I think viewers, and, and it just kind of keeps you more engaged all throughout the game and also kind of adds into the strategy if you're one of the opposing teams of like, hey, like we got to make sure our four-minute offense is dialed in because we can't just rely on recovering the onside kick. We're going to have to rely on getting another stop against Mahomes or Burrow yeah. or Allen or Hurts. or Closes one of these. some back doors potentially as well. Back doors stay open, baby. They say open. <laughs> the back door is always open. Uh, the Genesis invite and the XFL is carrying much of the discussion, but we'll also get into a little college hoops to get you updated on what's going on in the hardwood. This is Live Bet Sunday coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Sunday coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino. He's Jared Smith. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here on a Sunday afternoon. South Point always jam-packed, man. Always. Crowded in that parking lot today. It is very good. To go, like, multiple laps. I mean, I'm like taking a look. away the money. I'm taking a look at the, the tables right now, man. There's not yeah, a whole lot of open hit up, seats. Ro- roll some bones after we're done here, huh? <laughs> yeah. If I can find a spot. <laughs> Only plus EV wagers over there here. You go. No. <laughs> Every now and then, I like to dabble with the blackjack. I don't think now is going to be one of those times. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's always fun. Uh, right now, though, in college hoops, I'll tell you who's having fun. It's the Houston Cougars. They have a 32-21 lead against Memphis. On the end game, I'm seeing Houston 17.5-point favorites. Total 126.5. This closed, I believe, was it 14 and a yeah. half? Was our number here? Yeah, 14 and Somewhere a half. Somewhere in that range. They were definitely a double-digit favorite. And we mentioned if, you know, Houston got off to a slow start, they'd be a, a play-on team. Mm-hmm. But – Houston doesn't start slow very often. <laughs> Didn't happen. Um, and Memphis is not, you know, they haven't been as exciting. And and we talked about the American Conference just being an absolute loser this year. Um, maybe that helps down the stretch because maybe Houston has a little more gas in the tank. And when we get to the Big 12, that's the opposite end of the coin. And yeah. I'm curious how the Big 12 shakes out this year because you have, I want to say there's six teams maybe in the conference that are probably in the mix to make a run to the final four. Mm -hmm. But you look at what they've had to go through, the gauntlet of the game to game. It is an absolute grind. So does that hurt the Big 12? Or the other side of it's battle tested. They've been through those tough environments. Maybe March won't be as difficult. But I do think it's fascinating when we get to March and you have all these conferences with varying skill levels in each conference all coming together and matching up against each other. There always seems to be one conference that either is hindered or is helped mm-hmm. by the fact that it was really difficult or really easy. I, I'll be honest. I don't know if the Big 12 is a conference that I would be really excited to bet at the futures market at this stage because of just how good these teams have been and with the numbers being relatively short considering where they are with the rest of the field. 
it kind of reminds me of the Big East from yeah. I think it was like 2011 oh, yeah. or 2012. There was one year where the Big East had like nine teams in the conference, and they were talked about as the best conference in in college basketball. And I said, though, the Big East, the Big East, and I think there was like eight of those teams couldn't even make it out of the first weekend. And maybe that's the situation with the Big Twelve because I yeah. do believe that these games in the Big 12 are absolute wars. And that takes a lot out of you, whether it's through injury and, and attrition or just the gas tank that you have here. It takes a lot to go through those and play these quad one games every single night. Yeah, you have the opportunity to boost your resume and to get these quad one wins, but also like you're playing tough competition. Like you're like almost playing an NCAA tournament for an entire conference uh, season here. And to put that in perspective, the last place team in the conference, Oklahoma, three wins in the Big 12. They're the 52nd ranked team in Ken Palm's efficiency rating. Last place. The last. Now, twelve. The Big 12 is only 10 teams. Make that make uh. sense. But you, <laughs> but you, but you get to this level of play, and we talked to um, ah, his, his name's eluding me. One of the experts that uh, was on Tim Murray show earlier this week mm-hmm. or l- last week. Or I guess earlier this week. Sunday is Sunday all, the new week. It all it runs together. Week? I don't it, even know I, what day it is half the time. I think it's I'm depending I, who you talk to. I'm glad I showed up for work on time, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. Um, but you, you get this Big 12 tournament, and I, I think that is going to be kind of my line of demarcation because I think the gauntlet of the regular season, whoever wins the Big 12 regular season deserves a number one seed regardless of what happens in the Big 12 tournament. 100%. When we get to the Big 12 tournament, the team that's able to get hot – because. Again, the, um, imagine you're a coach in the Big 12. You're one of those middling teams. You're just trying to survive and make it to March. Mm-hmm. Now you're in March. You're in the one-and-done scenario. You're in your conference tournament. The team that gets hot in the Big 12 tournament might be the team, and it could be the team, you know, 8th, ninth, or 10th place in the yeah. league. Who knows? But to me, that team might be one to look to play on in the NCAA tournament because when you get hot in the one-and-done scenario, a little bit of a different mindset than just surviving the gauntlet of a ridiculously difficult conference regular season. Yeah, I think the Big 12 is far and away the best conference in the country. SEC is probably number two. Really good, but the Big 12, it feels like there's no layups in that conference at all. Houston's going to be in the Big 12 at some point. Uh, I'll be honest, if you put them in the Big 12 this year, I'd be very fascinated to see what their record would be yeah I, I mean i don't think they'd be 12 and 1 in conference no, play <laughs> that's, definitely that's for not. sure uh 24 and 2 so far uh this season overall the houston cougars likely the number one seed once we get to selection sunday which is actually three weeks from today i hope i'm doing a show that day i know that's it's, a fun day it is incredible it's Just, arguably christmas for me think I'm, I'm jewish i don't celebrate christmas <laughs> that's christmas for me right there, there you go it's christmas morning <laughs> Selection Sunday, yeah. high holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Love that. I, I mean, when you think about it, like just like the one week the Super Bowl being pushed back because of the 18 uh, week schedule for the yeah. NFL, now it feels like everything is so condensed. I mean, literally three weeks from now, 100%. we'll have a bracket. And we'll be diving into March Madness, and then that'll take us all the way to April. And then all of a sudden, the Masters comes up and all that. Like, there's so much that's going to be coming down the pike that's going to be a lot of fun. And we just put up those college basketball futures. And I think this would be an interesting time to have that discussion yeah. here because Houston, they're the favorite team to make the Final Four. Among all the contenders, Houston at plus 140 to make the Final Four is the short shot. Purdue, who made light work of Ohio State earlier today, they're two to one alongside Alabama, Kansas, and UCLA, three to one, Arizona plus three thirty, Baylor and Tennessee, and also Yukon at plus four fifty. You have Texas five to one, Virginia plus five fifty, Creighton plus six fifty, Gonzaga, Indiana, TCU, St. Mary's all wow. seven to one. 
any of these names interest you right now to make the final four as we're three weeks away from the brackets? The compression in this market's fascinating. Yeah. There really is no elite team. I think that's what that tells you. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we just gave you 15 teams that are all between plus 200 and plus 700 to make the (laughs) final four. And most of them are going to be in the same bracket and might get knocked out in the second or third round before they even get to the elite eight. So there's just a lot of parity in college hoops. I'll give you some teams that I'm fading first when we get to March. One of them is process of elimination. Tennessee, take them off the list. Tennessee deserves to be on the scrap heap. UConn, too inconsistent offensively, scrap heap. I think one team that we're not talking about that might deserve a little bit of love is the Virginia Cavaliers. Mm. I'll be honest. This is a Virginia team that I think offensively is a little bit better than some of those really slow, plotting, methodical Virginia teams that, oh, by the way, one year won the national championship. And -hmm. I think the ACC is an overlooked conference. So when you get the Big 12, you get the SEC, you have those high-flying teams, and you get those really difficult leagues, the deep conferences that are going to suck up a lot of the equity in the futures market, then you get the ACC, which is having a very down year. And maybe Virginia not as much tread on the tires as their slow, methodical, plodding team normally would at this time. But you've got experience. They don't turn it over. They defend their butts off. And I'm not going to say that they're going to blow through everyone, and this is the bet you have to make right now. But if you're going to ask me a team that we haven't really talked a whole lot about this year that fits the profile of what we look for in March, I'll give you Virginia. And to your point, we saw the ACC was seen as down last year. Exactly. Duke and Carolina both made it to the final four a year ago because they weren't having to play those battles that we just talked about yeah. with the big 12. Good so point. maybe that helps them just not having to empty out the tank every single night in conference play saves a little bit come March. Yeah. You said that you're crossing off both Tennessee and UConn. Now the Tennessee volunteers, I believe they are the number one team in adjusted defensive efficiency in the country. Number one in a lot of those metrics, but offensively they're only 67th and you look at what they do from three point range. It's a little scary. Is that kind of why that you want to fade the Tennessee team? They don't. They can't get enough buckets. Essentially, you've got. Listen, there's a formula: top twenty, top twenty-five defense, and a top forty mm-hmm. offense. That's kind of the formula for how you win games in March. Tennessee just—they're too far removed from the offensive end of the spectrum for consistency. You have to be. There are teams that get hot from three, live by the three, die by the three. We've heard all those cliches before in yep. March. But when you get to this level. If you can't sustain offense in other ways, it is really hard to bet on you. In, 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 it's one thing game to game. When you're facing a team like Alabama the other night and Alabama comes into Knoxville and they like to run up and down and you know Tennessee's got the offense or the defense to kind of slow them down, I think that's a good spot to bet Tennessee. The market also said to bet Tennessee that night as well. Mm-hmm. But now you're asking can they win six games over a three-and-a-half, four-week stretch where they're going to have to win in different ways. And we don't know what that route is going to be. That's why balance in the NCAA tournament matters to me more than being number one in a certain category, but then way on the other end of the spectrum in another because you just don't know what style of game you're going to play. And it's also a very short turnaround Friday to Sunday, Thursday to Saturday. You have to be able to win in different ways. Tennessee too reliant on their defense, not enough offense. Eventually they're going to have to score 75 to win a game. Can they? Million dollar question. As of right now, I don't think so. Mm -mm. Uh, Do you trust Purdue before we go to break here? Yes. I think they're better defensively than in recent years. I think TCU is another team I would look to play on as well as they get Mike Miles back. There you go. The Horn Frogs. Eddie Lampkin back and everything. They they, they gave Arizona all they could handle last year. Yes, they did. They they probably should have won that game if not for Benedict Matherin going uh, nuclear in that round of 32 matchup. All right. Jimmy Vaccaro 
of South Point joins us on the other side here. This is VEASAN Live Bet Sunday. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Sunday coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Jared Smith. And joining us now in studio, Hall of Fame odds maker here at the South Point, our guy Jimmy Vaccaro to talk a little betting post Super Bowl. Jimmy, hope all is well. The afternoon's treating you well and everything. Big question is, what's everyone betting on? Now that the Super Bowl is gone, we're a week removed from the NFL. What's the handle like? What are people getting interested in? You just said everything I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Segment's over. See you guys All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll give you the critique. Okay, here it is. Mm -hmm. I'm 77 years old. I still get juiced up on big events. Love it. So the Super Bowl last week was great. I mean, people were everywhere. Almost getting back to normal with even the big events. So that was good. Mm -hmm. And then after that, for the next three weeks, it's me and the NX, what the freak, L, whatever that thing is. We wrote $300 worth of tickets on the XFL yesterday. It shows you the interest that people have. So here's Jimmy's big beef. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're all ready. Way back. I'm going back 35 and 40 years. It wasn't really busy after Super Bowl. Everything just went like this. And so we used to, like, take a mini vacation, a lot of the bookmakers. I liked Lake Tahoe. I thought Lake Tahoe was Beautiful. great. Uh -huh. So I went up there with a bunch of friends, and Jack Strauss, Treetop, tree had a, a tournament going on, a poker tournament. And uh, I got in that. It was fun. And I had some of my posse with me, so that was even more fun. But here's the best part. The reason I can't stand to watch these all-star games and all these events or whatever, because I think they're boring. I mean, how much more can they do? The only time I actually made a small bet just with my friends to do something was we're in Lake Tahoe, and they were doing the uh, slam dunk contest. Oh, wow. 1986. Who won the slam dunk contest? Ooh, was it Dominique? I was going to say Dominique or Jordan. Dominique was then. second. Was it Michael Jordan? Michael was third. Oh, my God. Was it Spud Webb? You got it. There Yay! we go. Boom. It, was, it had to be one of those three. You <laughs> talked. They won the basically every dunk contest from the 80s and the 90s. No, you got to understand. I'm as tall as Spud Webb. <laughs> <laughs> And when he, I think I bet hundred dollars on him. I, I think eight to ten to one, something like that. I just wow. gave my friends, and we screwed it up in the next eight minutes. But like the bottom line was, <laughs> he was watchable. It was different. It was like uh, somebody that you didn't big. like Mac McClung last night. Oh, I didn't even watch it. I saw him put on another <laughs> jersey or whatever, and all that stuff. They all, all the, it's the same thing. They run and they jump over somebody, and then they yeah. spin around. What they could play the tape from 1990. Nobody would know the difference. It would be in standard definition, right? It would <laughs> yeah, be in four by three. Well, he, well, see, it's kind of an interesting question because when you get to these All Star games, it smaller, smaller bets, mm -hmm. but more tickets, or is it just people don't really care? They lose the appetite yeah, because yeah. of the time of the year. Now, remember, I tell you what used to be interesting is because people had been on. 
Remember, they tried in the All-Star game. Gotcha. Yeah. And then the Pro Bowl was like, I could play flag football. It was phony. <laughs> was it yes or no? Did they, and each year it's getting did you worse. Guys, you guys didn't hang anything on the Pro Bowl, did you, with the flag football? I didn't even look. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I was Probably like, well, not. I, was like, yeah, well, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, well, and right now there's one more game today. Yeah. When I wrote, I, when I walked by, I looked at the board. It was the same odds we had yesterday and the day before, which means nobody's betting it. Yeah. And yet, I'll tell you one more thing. I don't know exactly when it was, but there, I think there was three outfits that tried to like bring football to Las Vegas to stay. Like uh-huh. Nick Maletti, I think he was the owner of the Richfield Coliseum in Cleveland, and a lot and the Cleveland Cavaliers and the hockey, whatever. And I think he tried. To get one here. Now, help me out way back when. Did they actually start a day or two? I don't know. The only thing that I remember me and Vic Salerno telling him was, Nick, you can't play football in the summer in Las Vegas. It's 120 <laughs> degrees. True. You can't do that. It's so I don't point. know if they actually even attempted or whatever, but, like, this stuff's useless. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You, you see, you can't fire me because what's the difference if they do? <laughs> We're speaking with Jimmy McCarroll, Hall of Fame odds maker here at the South Point. They would never fire you, Jimmy. No. Uh, you, you talked about the All-Star game, though. It's Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. So we're not even doing East-West anymore. Now we have the players picking their teammates in this All-Star game, which is going to happen 30 minutes prior to tip-off. As odds makers, that's got to be challenging to kind of set a line yeah, that's solid when you don't real, know who's... Here it is, real big, pain in the freaking ass. <laughs> Well, that's what it is. I mean, it's true. you don't know because now, the we, too. now we now we heard this thing load management. This yeah. that. All right, I'll give you one. Obviously, LeBron James is an unbelievable player, just incredibly good. Mm-hmm. So him and Jordan right now pick them as far as I'm concerned. But here's the other thing: it's just like he wanted to take off like Saturday, uh, the day after whatever, but he went to the to the Super Bowl. Yep. Mm. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Okay, you worked your ass off for six months, take the kids to the game. And who was there? I was point guard because there was nobody else left. <laughs> Have you taken right any interesting NFL futures bets? So no. Far? Wow. Really? No one oh, trying to jump junk. them up. It's all junk, but it's good because remember, like, I'm going way back again. We never even put up to win the Super Bowl odds until August. Wow. Now yeah. they're up before the Super Bowl's even done. Yeah. So when I said that, like, yes, there's play, but, like, nothing just, like, say, oh, wow. No one can bet 30000 on 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 somebody because – Lower limits at this yeah, stage, right? Yeah, a lot of tickets, though. You're right, because the other thing, but there's two things that look at it now. Like, we used to get people from Arizona driving down to bet their Super Bowl favorites, knowing they won't be here for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, now Arizona's got sports books, yeah, so we don't yeah. have to go. And now we're up to, what, I think 35 states that have legalized sports betting. I give it uh, three to five years, and everybody except uh, Utah will never have it. Nope. Have it. Hawaii will never have it either. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, California will be fighting because the Indians don't like want anybody yeah. in for there. You can see why they don't want any competition. Texas would be an absolute monster. Florida too is going to be a big Florida, one too. Yeah. yeah, those are the two. So, again, just quickly, it's just like I remember way back 30, 30 some years ago, where the owners of the casinos, the owners didn't didn't want to push for sports betting because they didn't want anybody leaving the hotel going to make a sports bet. Mm. Now it's yeah. part of the uh, regime. No, it most definitely is. You mentioned that you have a bunch of tickets on the Super Bowl. Uh, which team is the most popular? I'd imagine the Raiders since they're the local team, but after them, is there any team Raiders. that's interesting? Yeah. Everybody's guessing. Well, maybe Brady, maybe yeah. Rodgers and all the, yeah. you know, the Brady thing. It looks like it's done. But Rodgers is very live um, um, because, first of all, he's exactly what you would want to stir up some business, right? Yeah. Because he sticks it in your behind, and then he says, oh, I'm sorry, I did that. But, like, I'm not going to tell you exactly what I have to do. But it is good. And Futures – are a big deal anymore because we write, uh, I think even, uh, we're not the biggest sports book, I think we wrote 800,000 in, in uh, futures last wow. year. 
you know, we, you start in January, and then you got the whole summer. So people are coming mm-hmm. in on a vacation or whatever. And then what you'll get right at the end, maybe 10 days before kickoff or something that's really big, even though the odds have been reduced, you're going to get a bunch of like five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar bets on teams they think that they can at least maneuver with because there'll be you know uh, uh, eight wins and three losses in the middle of the season. So it's it, it's interesting. That I still like because it keeps your juices moving and you're constantly yeah. thinking about it. But uh, with Chris and the kids back there, they're pretty good at it. But yeah, I have a little fun with it. But uh, uh, it, it's it's still good to see that the states are finally, after all these years. And now that you see the next thing that uh, that uh, Nevada wants to try to do is have the lottery tickets because I heard the lottery here. So why? Because right? everybody around here now all of all of a sudden saying, you know, I'm, all go my tax California. money is yeah. going there. Yeah. They go out there. So listen, all I can tell you, I was a giddy little kid when I first came to town. Now I'm a pain in the ass older guy. <laughs> but uh, it's about time they're catching up to things. And forget Roger Goodell. Holy, I'm. <laughs> Oh, he just says what he wants to say, and it makes it sound good. But he's useless, too. <laughs> it's really Is tough. Is he or not? Come on, you're allowed to say it. They're not going to throw you out. Uh, uh, you've been here longer than me, so you yeah. got a little bit more leeway. I don't years. have the longevity. This is like my first yeah. week on the job. Four, 48 <laughs> years. <laughs> what College basketball, March Madness, with the tournament coming to Vegas this year, is it going to be even crazier than what we normally see? What, what do you think crazy is? Crazy is you guys are barely can keep up with the tickets. How about right double now? what it is wow. every year? Wow. And then remember now, double as far as far as I'm concerned. Well, Super Bowl next year they're going to be taking that's rooms another in Laughlin, Nevada, too. because there won't be any around here. I mean that's uh, <laughs> wow. You know they, they all the NCAA, the NFL, whatever. They finally start using us to a, to their benefit. Yeah, used to be. Oh, I don't like those guys. Vicari, he's a crook. You know, I'm going to do it. Well, that's what they think. You know that's how they think. They don't know. Now it's like now you, now you see their ads everywhere. Like you know, yep. okay, official sponsor of the NFL. What you didn't tell? I told you that thirty years ago. It's green. They love money. Jimmy. Oh my goodness, yeah. they love money. You're right. Uh, any tiger liability? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, sure I'm sure you guys got a lot of junk. tiger bets this yeah, weekend. Yeah, a lot of junk. And lot of junk. all that lot of yeah. junk. He, he, he wrote the most tickets. You know, with yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. But obviously you can't win. But I tell you what, I I didn't think he'd get this far. He's yeah, that's what we're saying. Well. Wow. He finished under par. He played You're well. right. So uh, he will get money for the open now. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, I was gonna say like the mat with the Masters coming oh, up right yeah. after college basketball. Yeah, that's Masters, gonna be I mean, yeah. that's gonna be a big deal there it's for Tiger Woods. He okay. is Jimmy Vaccaro, Hall of Fame odds maker here at the South Point. Wait, I, I think we're running up we're against it for the, on the walk break. off. Yeah, we're ready Wait. for the walk off. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jimmy. He just left the building there. Always a pleasure to have him in studio. Jimmy Vaccaro has been here many and many years. He's a Hall of Famer indeed as he brings the Hall of Fame knowledge and also the Hall of Fame personality as well. (laughs) We'll be back on the other side to give you an update on the Genesis invite. It appears the co-leaders, Homa and Rom, a little bit of trouble there at the Riv. This is Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Attention, BetMGM customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when you sign up through the BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use, BetMGM. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Sunday coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Jared Smith. We just had Hall of Fame odds maker Jimmy Vaccaro on awesome. in the last segment. Unbelievable. First time I've ever interviewed him, met him, talked to him. So <laughs> bucket list. It, it, it definitely is. Like Jimmy is a legend in the sports yeah. betting space. And like he mentioned, he's been doing this 40 plus years as, as a handicapper and an odds maker and uh, definitely has quite the personality. I would well. say so. And the walk-off. <laughs> that was better than an Aaron Judge walk-off homer yeah. right there. It's just, you guys done with me? All right, see ya. Done. <laughs> it's like, we'll see you later, Jimmy. <laughs> Until next time. But uh, it was a lot of fun having him on the show here. Uh, but while we had Jimmy on, a little bit of a development. Drama. Over at the Riv, the Genesis invite. And it's been a kind of a co-leader situation, Rom and Homa. 
But right now, Rom is back to being the favorite, plus 110. Homa is now plus 180, having a little bit of trouble here on 13. And it looks like he can't really get out of uh, the waste or whatever we're going to call <laughs> this here. But uh, as someone who has a Homa ticket, starting to get a little sweaty. I, I would imagine that the favorite outcome is that he drops a shot here on this hole. Yeah, and again, that still puts them both at 15 under assuming Rom pars here, and that's oh, a really good shot, shot by man. Max Homa. So it looks it's like great shot. he's got actually a chance to save par if he can bury that putt, um, and that would probably flip him back to the favorite, I mm. would imagine. Um, and then you get Rom with a chance to make a long birdie putt to tie the lead. So we, we've got, I think, five holes now to play, and let's just assume for the sake of argument, both guys are even with mm -hmm. five holes. To, I mean, what, what else could you possibly ask for? Yeah. in terms of drama uh, at the rib now down the stretch. So we'll see. I'll be honest. I'm, I, I feel good about the Homa ticket. I know there's a lot of people out there um, that have been following along the network this week that have Max Homa as well. I know Steve Sands went on mm -hmm. uh, Beeson Primetime earlier this week with Tim Murray and Sean King and gave out Homa, you know, using the same handicap that we've been using all day, which is this is his fifth major of the four big ones. This is the other one that's kind of right up there with him because of his hometown vibe. So uh, it'll be tight. Tight down yeah. the stretch. All you can <laughs> yeah. ask for when you make a bet and you get four to one is that you got action on the final few holes. So we got that. Rom plus one twenty. Homa now plus one fifty after that shot there to set up a par yeah, putt there. Not, not not an easy putt. That was a big shot. He put him as about yeah. as good a spot as he could be in after the the two prior shots here. But Patrick Cantlay is lingering two back, and yes. right now he's five to one over at BetMGM to win the Genesis invite. Do you give Cantlay any chance here to kind of be a third banana yeah. in this race? Because both guys are sputtering right now. Both guys are kind of finding themselves, and you get Cantlay has the opportunity to set the number mm -hmm. because he's in front. And actually, I've, I've heard a lot of golf handicappers say that second-to-last group in contention heading into the final day, or if you're in front of the final group, it can be yeah. second, third-to-last. You get to set the number, and then everyone else has to chase you. And sometimes that puts a little added pressure on guys, knowing that I need to birdie this hole. I need to par this hole. Whereas Cantley knows, I just need to get fairway to green and get myself in quickly because mm. he still has ground to make up. It's easier, I think, sometimes to play from behind because you know you have to make up ground where sometimes there's a strategy that comes into play. I'm going to play it safe. Sometimes you play it too safe. Or in the case of John Rahm and Max Homa on that last hole, you just completely go off the beaten path. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, Canley, you're just looking to post a number to make these guys sweat and have to think a little bit. Yep. So uh, we'll see if he can go ahead and do that. But it's a lot of fun right now over at the Riv Genesis Invite. Uh, John Rahm is 15 under. Max Homa 16 under. So Homa is our leader as of now. But maybe things will change a little bit after we see the 13th hole. Patrick Canley currently at 14 under. He's four under for the day, as is Homa right now. Uh, so over in college basketball, the Houston Cougars have a 57-46 lead. Looks like we're headed towards the under eight timeout. Houston now 13 and a half point favorites, total 131 and a half. So we're kind of dancing around that closing number, close 14 and a half. So if you're betting on either of these sides here, it's a sweat. And it's mm -hmm. going to be a sweat for these final seven minutes or so. Memphis, you talked about it, though, that how sometimes they can put a game performance together when they step up in competition. And, and it hasn't been the best. They're down no. by 11, but they're at least hanging in there. Yeah, and again, this is a Memphis team that certainly has a lot of spunk to them. But I, I would say Houston down the stretch is going to close this out. It's kind of funny. Memphis actually is that other team in the AAC that has a top 40 resume that I think can at least push 
Houston at certain points, and that's what we've seen during this game Mm -hmm. and maybe in the American Athletic Conference tournament. It will be Memphis that has that sense of urgency. It's always fascinating to me when you get a conference like the American, which, let's be honest, it's a down year for the American, but there are still teams, unlike the really small mid-major conferences, where there's traditionally one or two teams at the top, and then there's a massive gap between the rest. I could see a team like Houston with bigger goals, bigger fish to fry when you get to that American Athletic Conference tournament, taking their foot off the gas just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And a team like Memphis, Tulane, Cincinnati, even Temple, which had a nice win today over Tulsa, who's like the worst team in college basketball right now. I would say they're the worst team ATS. Um, Those teams at the top that have a little pedigree to them might be good in a one-and-done situation. So, again, once we get to March and even down the stretch of this regular season, Houston has bigger fish to fry. They know they're going to be a one, probably a two seed, but definitely in that top tier Losing a game right now at the end of February does not matter, and it does not impact their overall goals of making it to a Final Four. So I could see the underdog vibes in this conference with one dominant team and basically, I would say, 10 bottom feeders almost, middle feeders. You could start to see maybe a little bit of underdog vibes with these teams down the stretch. I would love to kind of give Kelvin Sampson some truth serum and get him kind of like in an isolated situation ask him, how are you going to approach the AAC tournament? Like, like are you going to try new stuff? Because, like you said, like, maybe them losing, it doesn't kill them at all. It, it might be of a benefit to them. Because I always, I always think back to that, that Baylor team two years ago in the bubble, the tournament that they beat Gonzaga in the championship game. They got beat in the semifinals in the Big 12 tournament against Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham and that team. And there was a lot of uncertainty about Baylor. It's like, oh, Baylor's defensive numbers are slipping. They're not as good as they were early in the season. It felt like the general sentiment around Baylor wasn't very high heading into that tournament. And Scott Drew talked about it, how it's like, hey, we had a bunch of guys that were out with COVID. We barely practiced. We needed that time in between the Big 12 tourney and the start of the NCAA tournament to kind of just practice and get back on the same page and do stuff. I wonder, honestly, if you're Houston, maybe kind of treat the AAC as house money of, hey, let's try some stuff. Let's try some stuff offensively. Let's try some stuff defensively. Yeah, we know what our core principles are and our core philosophies are, but let's try to add and see if it works or if it doesn't work, and then we can go back to the drawing board in between that time of the end of the conference tourney and the start of the NCAA tourney. I'll be honest. I think you get this moment in these next two weeks. First of all, revenge angles are always fascinating to me over the next two weeks. You get, and we saw it today with NC State. And NC State is a team, we don't hold the ACC in very high regard. We don't hold North Carolina in very high regard this year. (laughs) But you get these opportunities where UNC had blown out NC State earlier in the year. And by the way, that's a good rivalry anyways. But then you get this revenge game in Raleigh today where North Carolina, I think North Carolina has beaten them 10 out of the last 12. And again, the market was telling me NC State. But I think it speaks to your point that, the psychological factor of these next two weeks with how these coaches Mm -hmm. handle their business, I think it all bleeds together once we get to March because I love revenge angles at the end of the year. To me, that's where you find that hidden edge in the market because the numbers are pretty good at this stage. We've seen 25, 30 data points for most of these teams. You have to find little strands, little Mm -hmm. nuggets that can get a team an extra half a point, an extra point of motivation that gets you across the finish line with a certain number. You saw it with NC State today. We've seen a lot of revenge games play out. And I think that's going to be something I'll be keeping a very close eye on as we get to this. It it is, it's it, man, mental gymnastics with college basketball. (laughs) It is the biggest part because we're dealing with 18 to 22 year old kids. We talk about in college football all the time. The mental aspect of it, I think, is the toughest thing to handicap. I was going to say, college football is right there up there with it. You're you're playing amateur psychologists half the time, it feels like, with these kids. Uh, 
What was your biggest takeaway from yesterday's uh, results? Kansas, to me, I think is a team that is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I would say they were undervalued at certain points during the season. I still think Baylor's very good, too. I think TCU, again, it's kind of funny. The Big 12 is first and foremost, with with uh, uh, Miles coming back mm-hmm. and TCU all of a sudden rounds into shape. I saw 35-40 to 1 with that number. Keep an eye on the Horned Frogs. You mentioned it, Jamie Dixon, the Arizona game last year in round yep. two. Get over that hump, get to the Sweet 16. There's some upside with that number. Yeah, they, they crashed the glass and they play really good defense. Jamie Dixon, an experienced coach, and his days with Pitt just about a decade or about a decade plus ago now as we're sitting here in 2023. Uh, We have a co-leader situation at the Genesis Invite. Rom Homa, both 15 under. We'll get you caught up on that. And also some NBA All-Star Weekend discussion to begin hour number three. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.